Hi, this is Tammy Hill, and this is the Live Your Why podcast. Welcome today. We're going to be talking a little about our sexual theology. In my 20 plus years as an educator, frequently teaching about sexuality, I've discovered that it is essential to distinguish between four things, a fact, an opinion, a value, and a principle. A fact is indisputable. Facts are argued at times, but they can be proved with verifiable evidence. This is a fact. It requires the ova of a female and the sperm of a male to create new life. This is an opinion. An opinion is a view or judgment formed about something, anything. It can be a fact, an opinion, a belief, or an event. Opinions are not always based on a solid foundation of knowledge. They can be based in fact, emotion, or even speculation. They can be defendable or not. People often think that their opinions should be of supreme importance because it is how they feel about something. This is an opinion. Unmarried people should not participate in penile vaginal intercourse. Now values. A value is a core belief that guides decision-making and actions. Values are more emotionally driven than opinions because values are based in what a person feels is most important. Values are both personal and societal. This is a value. The heterosexual family is the basic unit of society. And finally, principles. Principles are fundamental truths that form a foundation for guiding behavior. Principles can also be called laws or rules that make up a system of moral conduct. There are both good and bad consequences when principles are followed. This is a principle. The procreative function of penile vaginal intercourse is a sacred responsibility given to a man and a woman by heavenly parents. I think it's important to get that out there so you can kind of distinguish between them as we move forward. It is so important for parents to talk with their children at all ages about values and principles. Having explicit family values is necessary for creating ongoing dialogue and clear expectations for both children and teenagers. Gospel truths or principles, need to be explained and modeled. When we understand a principle or law, we decide upon its value to us as individuals. It is these fundamental truths that we center ourselves in, morality. When living with integrity, our behaviors or our actions are aligned with our values, which are based in truth or doctrine. Once, uh, probably seven or eight years ago, I had a mother bring her 15-year-old daughter in for counseling. The mother was furious with her daughter, who had become sexually active with her boyfriend, with the girl's boyfriend, not the mother's boyfriend. The mother wanted me to fix her daughter. After a few minutes in the session, I invited the mother to leave, seeing that her presence would not be beneficial in processing with her daughter. Once alone, I asked the young woman why she thought her mother was so angry. She replied, because I'm having sex with my boyfriend. I asked her why having sex with her boyfriend was such a problem. 
she replied, because I'm not supposed to have sex until I'm married, rolling her eyes. I gently pressed further. Why was having sex before marriage such a problem? She answered, because the bishop tells us not to. As I sat with this young woman, it became very clear to me that this sweet girl knew what behaviors were inappropriate, but didn't fully understand the principles behind the law of chastity. I believe this happens way too frequently. As parents, we focus on behaviors by saying, don't do this, don't do that. But do we understand and teach true doctrine and principles? Because that is what's underlying behavior. In this increasingly chaotic world with confusing sexual messages, it's imperative that our children understand the principles of agency, chastity, and accountability. They go together. Agency is the power each of us have to choose for ourselves our ultimate eternal destiny. As free agents, we can choose how to use the sexual capacities of our bodies. Helping children understand chastity, the laws of God involving sexuality, is every parent's responsibility. I am writing a series of books that can be used as tools for important conversation. My first book is geared for children between ages 4 and 8. It is called God Created Girls and Boys. This book will be available in spring of 2021. You can get it on my website, TammyHill.com, or on Instagram at Tammy underscore Hill underscore LMFT. I'm writing these books because I'm passionate about helping parents help their children navigate sexual understanding while defending sexual morality and promoting healthy sexual attitudes. I'm also in the process of recording a series of video clips entitled Ready, Set, Teach. These will be available through my website and Instagram accounts as well. I'll begin releasing these video links in January of 2021. I know that understanding these principles will guide your behavior as you love one another in marriage and model healthy sexual attitudes to your children. I also know that it's imperative that you become comfortable with these truths. I believe there has never been a time in the history of the world that was filled with more sexual confusion. You, my sweet friends, are the ones our heavenly parents have entrusted to teach their children. You need to become comfortable with these sexual principles. I want you to understand that there are two important aspects to sexual experiences. One is reproductive in nature. Helping our children understand the sacred nature of how life begins is essential. Logically, they will attach the need for both a man and a woman to create new life. This knowledge clarifies the defining question of marriage as we gain a sense of how marriage is intended through God's eyes. Marriage is designed to be between one man and one woman. I believe that children have a right to be raised in a home where both parents honor and love one another. The second aspect to sexual education is one that most adults are hesitant to talk about. This is the knowledge that men and women are designed to both give and receive pleasure through sexual touch and intercourse. Our heavenly parents love us so much that they created us to experience sexual desire, arousal, 
eroticism, and fulfillment in marriage. They want us to learn together as husband and wife how to please and satisfy each other in bed. If our children come to understand this principle while they're young, they will not need to experience the shame and fear that is often felt in association with sexual expression. Finally, I really believe that before you can adequately teach a subject, you need to understand what you're teaching. Understanding and accepting our sexual theology is so very important in all of this. The first step is for you to honestly evaluate how comfortable you are with the following sexual truths. First, sexuality is a fundamental aspect of being human, given to us by our heavenly parents. Second, our theology teaches that embodiment is essential for our spiritual and relational progression. Third, we're created in the image and function of our heavenly parents, who are sexual beings. Four, we are designed to have feelings of erotic passion and pleasure. These desires help drive our moral development. Six, God's plan is for His children to marry and have children. I think you know by now that you need to have sex in order to have children. Seven, prophetic leaders tell us that sex is for procreation and for bonding in marriage relationships. Eight, my favorite devotional that I listened to over and over and over again was given in 1989 by Elder Jeffrey R. Holland. It is called Souls, Symbols, and Sacraments. I encourage you to find that devotional and study it. There's particularly one line in that devotional that I ponder often. Elder Holland says that we are never more like our heavenly parents than when we are expressing this certain creative power in marriage. I love that. We're never more like our heavenly parents than when we are together as husband and wife expressing sexual love. Eight, a healthy, passionate sexual relationship is absolutely necessary for a marriage relationship to thrive. I could spend hours talking about that, and I likely will in future podcasts. Finally, a covenant-based marriage involves sexual stewardship. Together, as husband and wife, each must share a desire to sexually develop, both individually and relationally, within the marriage. So, as I conclude today, I hope you realize that children deserve to be loved, nurtured, and strengthened by parents who are committed to teaching respect for healthy bodies and moral lifestyles. And a child's secure sexual foundation is established in a home where questions are answered with both honesty and reverence. I hope that this podcast has been helpful for you. Take some time to ponder a little bit about what you believe our sexual theology is. It's been fun to be with you today. Now go out and live your wife.